Welcome to Thriving with Technology, the tech wellness podcast. It's conversation and information designed to bring balance to your relationship with technology. Your host is August Bryce. Today, August talks with Natalie Hampton, the teenager from Southern California who invented the anti-bullying app, Sit With Us. You'll hear her story of how Natalie's experience with bullying in middle school led her to create Sit With Us, which now has over 120,000 users all around the world. And you'll hear about a special campaign with Sevenly.org to raise awareness and funds for the app. And now, here's August. Hello, everyone. Today, we're chatting with Natalie Hampton. She's an amazing, outstanding human. She's currently 19, a freshman at Stanford, and okay, that's, that's really a big deal. But in high school, she created Sit With Us. It's a really world-changing anti-bullying app. Since then, Natalie Hampton has been recognized as Radio Disney's Hero for Change, Outstanding Youth Delegate for the United Nations, one of People Magazine's 25 Women Changing the World, USA Delegate to the Anne Frank International Youth Network Summer School, Copper Black Award for Creative Achievement from the Mensa Foundation, Newsweek's nominee for Woman of the Future. Wow, Natalie, that makes you downright amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, we want to hear all about what you're working on now, but first, we want to hear about Sit With Us. I know it was born in response to a very personal, painful journey, but I'd really like to hear the story. Yeah, so when I was in seventh grade, I went through a pretty horrible bullying experience where I was physically attacked four separate times. I was sent death threats. I was cyberbullied, shoved into lockers, pretty much everything. And on top of that, I ate lunch alone every day. And that experience was so isolating and embarrassing. Um, I was luckily able to change schools and found a much more inclusive place. But it really showed me that it makes such a difference when you're in a school community where being kind is the norm. And so that's what made me want to give back and do something to help the kids that aren't as lucky as I am and don't get to escape their situations. Oh, wow. I really want to talk about a little bit of the detail of that next level bullying because it seems so extraordinary. I'm glad it has a good ending, but do you feel comfortable at all talking about some of the detail of, I mean, really the physical bullying, the cyber bullying, all of it? Yeah, definitely. I'm very open about everything. So feel free to ask me any question that you have. Okay. So I really want to know how does a bully get away with actually physically assaulting someone at its school? That's something that I'm still trying to figure out. Um, It wasn't anything that I could really discern at first because some of the bullies I knew, some of them I didn't know. One of the attacks was um, the only friend group I found pretty much ended up turning on me and they orchestrated this attack where they beat me up and stole my computer. And all these people who I thought were my friends mugged me in the hallway in front of pretty much the entire school and no one did anything. And in response, the administration did nothing as well. And even though these things were happening in a very public way on their campus, they refused to take any action. Wow. Do you think this is happening a lot out there? I mean, it's it's incredible what you're saying. I definitely think it's happening out there. I mean, what was happening is there was this head of school who was really looking forward to the end of her career in retirement. And so she was hoping that there would be no scandals before she left. And so all of these horrible things were happening. At the same time, there was a teacher who was raping students. Oh, my gosh. um, 
And there were multiple other students being attacked as well, but all of it was being shoved under the rug and not addressed because they thought that addressing the issue head on would ruin the reputation of the institution. Natalie, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I mean, kids like you were suffering. You were physically hurt, mentally hurt, because some coward wanted to protect their political position. It's just, I can't believe it. It's unbelievable. Oh, you know, this, honestly, this is like one of the things the internet is really good for, because this is going to shine a light on things that really need to be brought to everyone's attention this kind of crap. And I'm really, really sorry about what you went through. And as a mom, I would be so angry and devastated. I just have to know, what did your mom do? How did she feel about this? It's pretty interesting because this was my mom's dream for me. It's her alma mater. Uh, She went there for high school and it's this all girls school. So as soon as she found out that I was a girl, I was destined to go there. I grew up wearing the sweatshirts. And so it was this long dream that she envisioned for me. And so once I was finally there, it was like a dream come true. But once things started to not work out in the way that I had hoped, she was actually the first person to be my advocate. And even though it was this dream for her, she was the first one Um, suggesting that we apply to other schools. And she was going in and demanding action from the administrators. And so she has been my biggest supporter through all of this. Wow. Your mom. That's, of course, excellent news. You're an amazing person. And obviously, she did an amazing job. You know what they say, it's not the problems that you face in life. It's actually, and this is a great example, like how you react to them. You were put in this horrible situation for, what, for a year? Then what happened? I spent two years at the school. I thought that maybe my first year was just bad luck. And so I decided to give it another try. And um, in eighth grade is actually when the attacks got a lot more physical. And what happened is um, what happened to me was actually assault with a deadly weapon because a girl in my science class um, tried to hurt me with a pair of scissors. And after that point, we knew that there was no way that it could get better. And so that's when we began to look at other schools. Oh my gosh, Natalie, you're an incredible, incredible person. I, I'm, I'm heartbroken, but I'm also amazed. And because I know the rest of the story, you turned it around. So what was the next step in getting out of the situation? I applied out and I got into my first choice school. And from my first day there, it was like night and day. There were people to sit with at lunch and there were people helping me figure out my schedule and everyone seemed so open and welcome and I felt like I was finally seen and it was a really crazy feeling to get adjusted to and so I spent a lot of time just kind of recovering because I was diagnosed with pretty severe PTSD of course and so even in my new school I was having panic attacks and I was still dealing with the effects of that so it took a long time to heal but once I had spent two years in my new school, that's when I started to think of ways to give back because it was something that was so important to me. Well, that is, first of all, humankind the way it's supposed to be, right? Kids welcoming you and making you feel included. That's how it's always supposed to be for everybody. And um, that's what I love about the app. I mean, it's so incredible because it's actually bullying prevention. How did you think about this? What? Tell me the, the thought process of actually conceiving the app. I was thinking on my experience and I was thinking about what if I didn't have to go through all of this in the first place? It would have been so nice to 
have at least one person to talk to through all of that because I truly felt so alone. And I really felt like if I had had one person, that would have changed everything. And um, that experience of sitting alone at lunch really stuck with me. And that feeling was something that I never forgot. And so I began to formulate ways to help pair kids who need that friend with friends in their school. Because I know that in every school community, there's someone who's willing to make a difference. And so the problem was just trying to figure out how to pair them with people who actually need help. Okay, so the memory of that pain of being excluded and being so lonely, it caused you to create something to help the other kids experience what you experienced. Natalie, thank God your heart wasn't hardened. In spite of all of it, you had the ability to look outside and not inside yourself. I mean, you had the wherewithal to think about helping others. So you were the right person for this to happen to. I mean, it's so sick and unfortunate, but honestly, not only did you come up with the solution, you were technically savvy enough to do some of the coding for Sit With Us yourself. I mean, this is what your mom told me. I did get help. I worked side by side with a professional coder, but at the same time I was taking coding lessons and doing graphic design. And so I definitely did get help, but I did play a main role in the development of the app. Okay. So tell us how it works. How does it actually form the connection? So it's a lunch planning app and basically it's like a social network. When you sign up, you sign up with your school and you create a profile page. And then if you choose to be a sit with us ambassador, you take a pledge saying that anyone who tries to join your table is welcome. From there, you say, my name is this. I'm sitting here at this time. You plan a lunch and that goes out to everyone in your school. So if you're a kid who's bullied or lonely or just needs a table to sit at, you open the app and you're greeted with a full list of the tables you can join without any fear of rejection. Oh, I just want to know, how did you feel the first time you saw that app work? <laughs> it was so much relief because... We started in February of 2016, and it wasn't workable until September. So we went through probably a thousand versions, and I almost thought that it was never going to work, and then suddenly it worked. (laughs) (laughs) And then we released, and it started growing. We were getting about 10,000 new users a week, and it just exploded in ways that I never could have imagined. So the very first time, though, that, that somebody actually used it, do you remember their story? Or do you remember what it was like when you saw somebody else use it and it worked? Yeah, I almost did it as a therapy project for me. I never thought that it would work. I never thought that it was possible to begin with. And then once we released it, I didn't think anyone would use it. But within the first few weeks, we got a letter from this girl in Texas who was a new student at a big public school. And her mom printed out an article online and handed it to her. And she started a club And within the first few weeks, she already had a friend group. She was president of the Sit With Us Club. So she had a leadership position in her community. And she felt so at home in this new school that was so scary to her. And the fact that I was able to help one person within the first month of the app being out was incredible for me. Oh, I'm sure you hear it over and over again, right? Yeah, it's I thought that there would be some sort of user profile of the types of people who are becoming ambassadors. But We've spanned across everything from jocks to theater kids, freshmen to seniors. And it seems like there's every day we're hearing from new people that want to get it started in their schools. Yeah. Well, you remember, I think I told you about how I heard about it. Um, I was at this teen talk in Laguna Beach and this um, 
really extraordinary woman named Leela Rakshani told me that because of something really tragic, there was a young man who took his life at her school, uh, but he also happened to be a big proponent of the app. And so as a tribute to him, after he died, the entire school downloaded it and began to use it. And um, I want to hold on. I want to pull up her words because they're really, I think it sums it up so nicely. She said that since we started this, I have not once seen a lonely kid on campus, not one outcast student sitting alone. And the position my school is in now is really one of the most heartwarming things I could possibly encounter. All because of you, Natalie. (laughs) That is insane for me to hear. It's so surreal. Isn't it? It's just... Um, and I know they're continuing using the app this year. And I've heard, I think your mom told me this, that you call them upstanders, kids who are willing to make an inclusive choice. Yeah, I think it's sort of it's sort of play on words on bystander because um, I feel almost as if bystanders is, are almost as bad as the bully because they're watching people get hurt and not saying anything. So an upstander is someone who notices injustice in their community and takes a stand and does something about it. And so I'm trying to encourage the development of upstanders in every school through the app. Well, how how do most schools introduce it with us to their communities? And do they just find upstanders or is it their parents or teachers? I really wanted this to be something that is created by the kids for the kids. And so I want to give all the leadership tools to the kids themselves. Usually it's one kid in a school that says, I'm interested in starting this. And we send them a welcome packet. We give them all the information to get it started. And then we let them take it and run. And what most kids do is they start a club. They become a leader in their community almost immediately. And they're able to Um, address the needs of their community very personally, because I don't know what each specific school needs, but if it's the students of that community coming together and creating this themselves, then um, they're being able to help their community very uh, firsthand. Yay. It's about time. Why do bullies always have to run the school? I mean, think about it. I mean, even, I mean, years and decades and decades ago when I was in high school, it's the same thing. The power in the school tends to go to the people who manipulate. I mean, the bullies and the mean girls. Mm-hmm. Sit With Us takes that power away from them and gives it to the people who really should have had it all along. The people who are of good character, who are for inclusion and friendship and equality. This is great. Mm-hmm. And it's such a low time commitment, too. And so kids are able to make a positive impact in their community within two seconds of just using an app. And once you get that going daily, it influences the community to be more inclusive as a whole. It's wonderful. It really is. How many people are using it now? We have over 100,000 users and we're in eight different countries. The numbers are hard to approximate because a lot of schools don't allow phones. So we have an analog version with a bulletin board that we help schools set up. And we have a ton of kids on that program as well. Oh, I love it. So where is it being used the most? Is it elementary school, the analog version and junior high? Or do you have the most people using the app? Do you have any tracking on it? Um, We have seen all types of places. We have elementary schools all the way up through middle, high school, college campuses, even graduate schools, um, and the workplace as well. We've been hearing from nurses at hospitals that are using it to coordinate shifts and um, places of worship and conferences that are adapting it as well. So it's kind of become applicable for every situation. It's so great. I can see that. 
Yes, I would, you know, at a church or something. I think that's a great idea. You know, there's this um, wave of enlightenment concerning kids and adults, all of us being much more mindful and balanced when it comes to using our technology. And so Mm -hmm. I know that our phones are a tool of distraction and disconnection typically, but you've turned it around. And But I also know in talking to your mom, Carolyn Hampton, who's also your partner in disseminating this app, um, she mentioned that you have some thoughts of your own on the subject of kids' phones, talking to each other, putting them away at a certain time. Do you want to share some of your thoughts about that? Yeah, I've been at the brunt of the negative end of technology use. I've been sent death threats and I have seen what kids can do to destroy each other over social media. So what I wanted to do is create a social network that can only be used for good. And I hope that it trains kids to be using social media in a positive way and in a way to help others. And in the same way, it's using It's using social media to create a physical connection. You're going through your phone to find a physical lunch place to make friends face-to-face. And so it's kind of bridging the barriers between face-to-face and technology. And so I hope that that encourages kids to put the phone down and have a real conversation with someone. Right. Make a phone stack or at least turn it over. I love it. It's just, and, and, you know, following up on that whole idea of tech for good and good tech, we talk a lot about privacy and security at Tech Wellness. Uh, can you tell me about your privacy and security options when you're signing up for the app? How does it work exactly? Definitely. Um, it is an app that's marketed towards kids. So we want to make sure that it's very private and very secure. So once you sign in with your school name and you're registered with your school, it creates a micro community um, within your school. So you're not going to be seeing random people um, non-students can't join in and start posting or friending kids from a school. And so basically it, it just creates a micro community for the users in that school. That's good. Have you gone to, you know, any of the um, school districts or does someone on behalf of sit with us go to the school district and try to, I know it's great for students to bring it into the system, but are there any school systems that sort of have topped down the idea of using the app? Yeah, um, there is a user in Maryland who started it at his school and it was working so well that he brought it to a school district and now he's helping run it in over 200 schools. So that was something that he took the initiative to do and just happily reported it to us one day and now he's running it in a ton of schools in Maryland. And so I am just happy to give him the leadership abilities to do that. That's awesome. Yeah, I will put a link to him on the site too if other people are interested in working through him. You're listening to Thriving with Technology, the Tech Wellness Podcast. August continues her conversation with Natalie in just a second, and you'll hear about a special tech wellness collection going on now at sevenly.org that benefits Sit With Us. But first, information about a great new way to stay safe from harmful radiation and protect your privacy all at the same time. Have you ever heard of a Faraday cage? Well, it was first invented back in the mid-1800s to block electromagnetic sources. Today, a Faraday case does exactly the same thing for your smartphone. You just drop your phone into it and it blocks potentially damaging RF radiation and it makes sure that no one can hack your phone while it's in the bag all at the same time. You are 100% cyber secure. 
Our tech wellness cyber expert, Brian Neumeister, always puts smartphones that he's going to analyze into a Faraday case just to transport them. Also, members of the intelligence agencies are now required to use Faraday cases when they're in public spaces where their digital security is important. Right now at techwellness.com, you can pre-order a great new August brand Faraday case. They come in pink, leopard, and black. And if you pre-order right now, you'll have them in time for holiday gifting for all the people you love. Just visit techwellness.com and search the keyword Faraday. That's F-A-R-A-D-A-Y. Now, back to August and Natalie. Can you walk us through the process of signing up? Where would someone go? How would they do it? We are in every type of app store, Google Play Store, whatever type of phone you have, it's in that app store. Um, And if you search sit with us and download it, as soon as you sign up, it walks you through everything. So you can sign up with your email or a phone number and um, none of that data we collect again to be very secure. And you set up your profile page. And from there, you can search other users in your school. Right. That sounds great. Okay. And I know you're asked this all the time, but I want to know too, what have you learned about bullying and how to prevent it? What have you learned about the mentality of a bully? I've seen both sides. Creating this app has shown me what a universal problem it is because I've heard stories of bullying from so many different people from so many different countries. But at the same time, it's shown me how many people out there want to help. I've heard so many heartwarming stories where someone went through bullying and was able to turn it around and through sit with us now made a group of friends or something like that. And from these students who are standing up in their communities and saying that we need to put an end to bullying. And so while it is such a universal problem, there is such a universal solution with all the people that are trying to do good. That's true. It is. It's great. I, I just I just wonder, you know, how much parents teachers, administrators play in promoting a non-bullying inclusive environment? I think they have to be there to listen and support the needs of the kids because I wasn't being listened to when all of my bullying took place and I was being silenced and shut out and that made me feel so voiceless. But because I had my parents listening and supporting me throughout all of it, that's what helped me get through it all. So if you're a parent or an administrator, be there for your kids in a non-judgmental way um, and make sure they know that they can come to you and that there won't be repercussions for speaking out against something and that they won't be blamed. That's good. As well as setting up something like this, just give them the tools that they need and ask them their story and listen. The most important thing is to raise the voices of the kids around you instead of speak for them. And so allow them to find their own voices and then listen and amplify. That's good because I know there's probably a lot of parents out there who are watching their child get bullied and need a strategy for dealing with it. Because unlike you who were so strong and are so strong, there are some kids that, you know, just don't even know how to find a voice, just want to run the other way. And I think parents are looking for strategies for, you know, how do I protect my child? Mm -hmm. Any ideas? (laughs) As long as they know that you have their back. I mean, that is really what saved me from everything is knowing that no matter what happened at school, I had no one in my corner at school. None of my administrators, none of my teachers would advocate for me. 
but at home I had both of my parents and I knew that very clearly that I had their support and that they had my back. And so that's what really saved me through everything. At the same time, I found an outlet. I poured myself into writing, into painting, into drawing, and I felt like having a creative outlet to express negative emotions helped me get it out on the page and so it wasn't in my head anymore. And so um, that's another strategy that I can recommend to parents who are watching their kid go through that is find an outlet, whether it's karate or self-defense or painting or whatever it is that your kid loves. That's great advice. And then I wonder if there's advice for for the kids who are friends of bullies but wish they would stop. I just think that one person speaking up makes all the difference. I know it can be super scary to go up to someone and go against what they're saying and you fear that you'll lose your friends or lose a friend group over that. But the most important thing is if you see it to not be a bystander because then you're just continuing that cycle of abuse. Um, You can get a trusted adult, you can get other friends to go with you, but make sure you stop that action before it's too late. And Natalie, you know what? Because you have stood up, you're setting such an incredible example that I I think that it's it is it's just the beginning of a huge sea change that we're looking at this differently because it you're right it there's no reason for it to keep going and I'd like just before we go if you could share maybe a couple of success stories that that have made you the happiest or surprised you yeah so my favorite one is definitely that girl from Texas because it was the first one we got. And we've talked to her over the phone. I've Skyped with her. And um, she is just thriving in this community that was so foreign to her at the beginning um, just because of a flyer that her mom printed out for her. And we have amazing ambassadors like the kid in Maryland who's bringing it to over 200 schools. And we keep getting stories like that every day where um, kids are seeing an ad online or they're hearing about it from someone else, and then they're taking the initiative and starting it at their schools. And we've gotten tons of pictures, too, um, from all these lunch tables. And it's just such an amazing thing to see. Oh, I love the Sit With Us community. I'm so thrilled for you. What's next? I just want to bring the app as far as I can. Right now, we're po- uh, we're partnering with the clothing brand Hollister, And we are creating a line of clothes that um, encourage inclusivity during lunch. And then the proceeds go back to us. And with that, we are going to be coding the app in new languages. We're going to be creating updates and we're going to be expanding as far as we can. Well, that's great because you need as much support as you possibly can because the app is free, everyone. It's a free download. Uh, The analog version package, is that also free to schools? Yeah, definitely. And um It's hard because every time iOS updates or um, the Google Play Store updates, we have to factor in those coding costs to keep it up to date. And we are a nonprofit. And so um, all of this is a passion project and funds like what we're getting from Hollister are what keep us alive and keep us going. We are passionate about your passion project. We love everything about this, the tech (laughs) and the non-tech program. And of course, we want to support you too. You can also, everyone listening, you can also not just shop at Hollister, you can support by donating directly to sit with us. Uh, You can also shop at Sevenly and Sevenly makes it easy and fun and you can share uh, really positive anti-bullying messages. They have beautiful hand-stamped cuffs. There's cute tees and tanks. Uh, One of my favorites is the one that says real life over likes. There's also a cute peace one. And Every purchase also benefits the great work of Sit With Us. 
I love the line. When I saw it on the website, my mouth dropped open because it looks so professional and so nice. Yeah, it is. And they're beautiful. The, the fabrication is beautiful. I'm I'm thrilled. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so happy that you're the first Tech Wellness Sevenly partner. So it's great. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> we are so excited too. Can't wait for this just to be international and everybody everywhere. Just it's a standard school practice. You get to high school or is it junior high that the app would be downloaded? Or is is technology allowed in junior highs? It depends on the school. Um, for my high school, it was not allowed in middle school, but allowed in high school. And it really depends on the school. So um, we just have both available and whatever a school needs, we can provide them with that. Is there any dream that you haven't told us about with Sit With Us yet that you want to share? My biggest goal is that any kid anywhere in the world could open their phone and have access to this tool. And so what we're going to keep doing is opening it in more countries and coding it into new languages and just to make it as accessible as possible. Because as I said before, it is a universal problem and it is, there is a universal solution. And so I just want to get this tool out to as many kids as possible. Right. Natalie Hampton, elevating kindness, killing bullying. I love it. Uh, one more time, can we have your URL so that people can go right there and download it? Yeah, it is www.sitwithus.io. We'll be there. Love it. You know what? I think we're going to download it for the office. Come sit with me. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And bring a salad. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Natalie. And best wishes at Stanford. I just can't wait to watch your career. (laughs) Thank you so much. This is incredible, but but I'm just imagining there will be even bigger things ahead. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks again, Natalie. Thank you so much. Now, you've been listening to the Thriving with Technology Tech Wellness Podcast. If you found the show helpful, please like and follow us on iTunes. It would mean so much to everyone who works so hard on these podcasts. Also, visit us anytime at techwellness.com. And until next time, be well. 